Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Janine. And I'm Chris, or Simi, or, or Kion, depending <laughs> on how and why you know me. And this is the podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. So today I'm joined by my friend Chris and or Kion and or Simi. They are a longtime friend of mine who <laughs> I think the context of our friendship is very important for the subject that we are discussing today. Yeah, we, we met at <laughs> Weeaboo Camp. Do you, yes. Have you, have you brought up Weeaboo Camp on the pod before? <laughs> no, I have not. Well, get ready for a deep, dark secret, everybody. So it's no, it's literally no secret that I was a huge nerd, but I think the depths of my nerdiness has yet to have been explored. And one such part of this nerdiness was that every summer, I think for seven years, I would go to this language immersion camp in Minnesota called Mori no Ike, which was a Japanese language immersion camp where all the staff would speak Japanese. And the goal was to learn Japanese by putting yourself in this immersion environment. The amount of Japanese people on staff was probably less than 10%, just to throw that out there. Yeah. We were being taught by a bunch of like college-aged white kids from the Midwest how to speak Japanese. Yeah. And most of the students there were not earnestly trying to learn Japanese, but rather they were really interested in anime. Yes. And so they thought... This would be like anime camp, it which was. <laughs> admittedly, <laughs> yes, it was like, I mean, we spent a large portion of our free time, like with our sketchbooks out and stuff like that, like talking about anime, drawing well, anime, I was, I whatever. Was I did the manga club one year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you actually did live in Japan for a while, so. I just moved back from Japan and maybe you weren't trying to transition yet, but if this lets the audience know about me. Today's episode is going to be about anime conventions, mm -hmm. and I moved back from Japan, where I lived for two years. I moved back two months ago, and you'd think after two years in Japan, I might have hit my chill with anime and Japan <laughs> stuff for a bit. No, in the two months that I've been back, I have been to three uh, anime conventions. So... And I'm yeah. 27 now, and I'm still going strong. The reason I wanted to talk about anime conventions is because I went home this weekend and was getting a lot of my old stuff from my room, mm -hmm. and I stumbled across this picture of my sister and I at an anime convention in the mid-2000s. It was yes. probably Anime Week in Atlanta. Okay, AWA, and, sure. Yeah, and it has me and, like... I had a horrible fashion sense because I went to private school. So it was like khakis and like Merrells yeah. and a black hoodie. And a, most importantly, a Kyo from Fruits Basket hat and plushie that I'm holding, which I have put on our Twitter. So if you're interested, just go look at it. I mean, hat? it's did you, peak. Did you bring that hat to camp or am I now just making no, up you, you wearing you know, that hat? You know I brought that I, hat I, to I camp. I feel like in the deep recesses <laughs> of my memories, and we, we went to camp together I think we three a long three time. of the years we were together. Yeah. And then definitely at least that first year I, I, I remember I remember some cat ears on your head made of felt. I wanted to talk about anime conventions as well because I actually haven't really gone to any anime conventions as an adult. Okay. I mean I I've, I've been to um I wouldn't call it an anime convention, but Dragon Con, which is a sci-fi fantasy convention, okay. which was a lot of fun to go to as an adult. But there was a certain amount of earnestness, and perhaps this is also just because I was younger and I didn't have that shame that I have now, like, as of being, like, interested in anime. But there was a certain earnestness to anime conventions that I feel has kind of shifted 
over the years. And so since I know that you were involved in a lot of anime conventions, probably also because you live in New York, where I think there's more than there is around here, I figured you would be the best person to talk to about this. So just talk about anime conventions. So on the point of earnestness, first I want to explain why why we might think there would have been an earnestness back then. And on one hand, it's the idea that, yes, we're younger and we're probably more earnest about everything. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're... I don't know if it's the cons themselves or the age that you... When you get into anime, but those first few years... Um, and especially if you're like a teen doing it and you don't get into anime as an adult, you're going to cons because you like anime. Because... Mm-hmm. And like maybe you're going to hang out with your friends and have a good time, but like... Anime is still this this big draw, and you're there to, like, cosplay or even go to panels or just, like, buy, you know, maybe badly drawn DeviantArt prints of your favorite <laughs> Naruto character. Body pillows. Um, although now, these days, as cons get more streamlined, artist alleys are actually quite good now. Oh. Ten years ago, they did all look like DeviantArt in real life. <laughs> now, like, I know several professional artists who mostly make a living, like, doing artist alleys and stuff and it's all there's like a lot of fashion that gets sold at artist alleys too Mm -hmm. anyway i'm rambling um but people went mostly because they wanted to explore their interest in anime maybe some kids like both you and i went to private schools so maybe we couldn't be (laughs) full anime in the way that we dress i don't know if you had a uniform or at least a dress uniform i did wear a cape for like a few months though hell yeah of course (laughs) you should do that more now it's time to bring it back trying to bring it back yeah, I, I didn't have a uniform per se, but I had a dress code, and mm-hmm. the only the only physically way I could show my animeness at the time was like I definitely had some really, uh, looking back on it, really badly designed like messenger bags that like had cowboy bebop <laughs> or fucking tenjo tenge. Oh or... my god, I feel like there was just like one line of messenger bags that everybody had that had the same like it was usually red embroidery of like Evangelion, Inuyasha. Yep. Anything like that. A lot of those were from a company that now does not exist called Mythware. So that's that's a fact. So you did ask the right person because I know the one thing that you're talking about (laughs) and where it came from, which I shouldn't. I wish I could use those neurons for any useful information, but no. Who needs to know math? Hey! (laughs) But I think definitely the adults that either when they, they start going to cons only as an adult or they keep going to cons as an adult. And also that we live in a time where people are just growing up faster and faster. Uh, you're you're there mostly to like socialize. If you're a new new person, you probably still like anime, but like the cosplay and all that might be the icing on the cake. And you're really just there to get drunk with your friends at night. You know, for the past probably <laughs> this whole decade, the 2010s on for the majority of my friends. Although I am friends with a few like old head anime nerds, a couple industry people, and a couple people that are really still like that, like the stereotypical capital N nerd type who really just love to geek out, Mm -hmm. which I once again am appreciating more than ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm happier at a con going and talking about, you know, Gundam for an hour than than I am, like having to do 10 shots of like cheap vodka. (laughs) Because I'm 27, and I don't need to be doing 10 shots of vodka. (laughs) And And I think that's part of it. Anime is no longer the key focus. I mean, even I know people who go to anime cons who don't really, you know, maybe they've seen Spirited Away or whatever, but they don't even yeah. partake. So I think that's a big part of the the, lo- the lack of earnestness, whether that is 
it's just all cons now or the fact that we're older or the fact that we've been mm-hmm. in it a long time. I think a, a big shift in the earnestness for me is, and I I think this is something that's not just from us getting older, but I feel like that whole like randomness, like random core humor that was associated with anime and weebs in the 2000s isn't really like prevalent or when it's there it's extremely looked down upon like that's what like every cringe comp is now is people having fun like you're not allowed to have fun that way anymore like 90% of what I remember from going to an anime con would be like god the terminology but like squeeing at like somebody in a good cosplay or like glomping someone you know yeah it'd be exactly right exactly right it would be yaoi yaoi paddles paddles and like Pocky, just Pocky oh, yeah. and Ramane everywhere. Like you couldn't, you couldn't find Pocky and Ramane <laughs> elsewhere. The mythical, mythical snacks from oh, Japan, yes. hallowed and sacred. Yeah, so that's like I think it's like something that's just definitely changed. And again, like I said, I haven't gone to anime cons really as an adult, so you can see that more in firsthand. Like, does it? I think a part of it is now is that also glomping was always a violation. Like it, it, it always was, unless you knew the other person, you knew sure. they would want that from you. Like. It was really easy to get like harassed at a, at a con, even when you're, especially when you're underage. Because even though I was a dumpy kid, like I would get harassed by uh, inappropriate older adults sure. who would say things that were you shouldn't say to children because it was kind of like, oh, this is the environment that you're in. You know, it's like it's an anime con. Do what you want. And so, like when I say that this is gone, it's not really something that I really miss because that kind of stuff, like the free groping, the glomping, that should have never really been. Uh, encouraged to begin with so i i'm pleased to report that if not all at least a lot of the bigger cons probably all cons have it in the guidebook uh like i was at anime expo last month and every both anime expo and anime next i went to and the last two of the three cons that i went to and both of those cons had like cosplay is not consent slash Mm -hmm. blah blah like blah 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 i just don't remember all the specific words but basically like uh, watch yourself do things only consensually signs all over. So I think cons like eventually realized it and yeah. have definitely pushed that out of, out of whack. I made a reference to yaoi paddles. Those were one of the things that were big in the mid two thousands where people would just like smack strangers butts with these paddles, which ties into that. And so I think that was like the first, like, Oh, this is getting too, too physical. Yeah, I think they were banned, weren't they? They were absolutely banned from, you know, 99% of the cons to the point where the person who used to sold them, whether they're banned or not, you just, they don't sell them mm-hmm. anymore. Regard. I mean, they're not technically illegal, you know. Yeah. But, um, and I think, you know, they also know they just got a bunch of, like, drunk teenagers at all cons, <laughs> and, like, eventually, like, I'm sure shit happened a million times at conventions. Do they still do, uh, like, raves at anime cons? Like, midnight raves? They, they, they sure do. Yes. <laughs> I had many a great time at a, at a midnight, like, because they had, like, the kid-friendly, like, raves, too. When you're, like, 17 and 18 going to a con, that's, like, the highlight. You, like, yeah. wear your trip pants and you oh wear God, your yes. rave gear. You, like... One year, I actually was, like, up at the front watching. I remember it was a voice actor that I liked um, who was actually DJing, so it was a probably, lot of fun. Pro- probably Greg Ayers. He's the yes, one that Yes, it that. was. It was Greg Ayers. We were watching him DJ. It was great. And we were at the very front for some reason. And I started doing some of the dances that I, they taught us at Mori no Ike, which was, like, pata pata dances. <laughs> and it was one of the ones that was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. basically, like, 
almost a hammering motion with both hands. And I'm doing this because like, I'm a dumb like teenager. I'm having fun. I'm like enjoying myself. And I turn around and everyone's copying me because for some reason they think I know what I'm doing. And that amount of power was something I don't think I've ever felt since then. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the, I mean, one of the good things that cons had was, was a sense of community, was yeah. a sense of like acceptance that's like a draw and like that's why i think what like the focus does turn from anime to socialization Mm -hmm. eventually is like it's i don't know about the first place probably some people are are luckier especially now yeah but especially in the 2000s i I don't want to say it was like this terrible stereotypical thing oh you like anime we're gonna put you in a locker i don't (laughs) know if it was quite that that overt but especially if you're you know you go to a small school or you're not Mm -hmm. in a I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. Probably in urban areas, there's a higher chance of meeting people with like-minded interests, but it was harder back in the day. And oh, now, yeah. I mean, even though obviously we, we grew up not in like the pre-internet times, but we did, we were teens in like the pre-Facebook, pre-Twitter. Yeah. pre like Twitter, instant, instant pre, Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. There was 4chan and there was, you know, forums, but yeah. now anime is everywhere. You know, yeah. it's all over. You can talk about anime all the time you can tweet about anime good or bad you can look at tumblr pictures if you're still into that before you really couldn't do all that so though internet was always very like intertwined with anime cons obviously yes and i remember i think it was anime week in atlanta and i'm coming out of my hotel room because if you've never been to an anime convention before just like most conventions they're usually in a hotel or a series of hotels yes and so if you get your ticket early enough you can usually stay in the hotel and um i come out of my room in the hotel and i just see this group of people walking in the lobby and one of them runs out yelling one of like the oldest memes i can remember leroy jenkins so you just hear leroy jenkins and of course everyone's living for it and that in addition to people just randomly shouting out like from the different halls of the hotel i just lost the game was like peak anime experience for me yeah like uh, you know back then it really was just this like First time you could, all your all your inside jokes that you had from the internet or maybe mm. your small group of friends who also watched anime. It was like just the first time that, that shit, you could, people could get it. And before it was tired, when the idea of like somebody screaming something that they saw on the internet at me. <laughs> like I'm at the point where even like new memes, like I, you know, big dick energy has been probably the big meme of the last seven days yeah. on the on the weird Twitter spheres where I hang out. I'm already yeah. sick of it. Like, if but... someone even said to me, like, I think the last meme someone said to me out loud was, oh, shit, here comes that boy. And I remember just looking at them like, what the fuck, man? But if they had sent me that on Facebook, I probably would have laughed, you know? But, like, like, why the fuck would you say that out loud? But, but you know, 12 years ago, you, it's over 9,000 had a solid couple oh, of years yeah. where it was, like, still kind of funny yeah. before eventually yeah. it got... Put, put away in the mean graveyard. So what are anime cons like now? So it depends what kind you go to. If you want, like, the... If you're into anime, and anime is still one of the biggest things, and you want to see a million good cosplayers, and you want to see big booths and maybe some guests, Anime Expo, these bigger cons, I still, I still think, are actually pretty good, whether you stay for the weekend, whether you're going for the day. If you like anime, they're still pretty fun. I think a lot of the mid... To bigger 
but not the most commercial, like, San Diego Comic-Con size, the ones that are still a little below that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is mostly... I'm sure there are still teens there during the day. It's a lot of people in their 20s who are just treating it as, like, a hotel party. And maybe there's a small subsection of people who are actually doing things that, like, the convention uh, puts on. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, like, nerds hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> is is what most cons are, <laughs> are like in my experience. Um, there's still a subsection of both. The, I guess the cosplay world is still pretty active. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a different game than it used to be as well. I also yeah. I think maybe more than cons and cosplay super specifically. Like there's always gonna be fifteen year olds cosplaying for the first time, but for the most part Oh yeah. It's also this like less earnest, much more you know, with the the, the instant the instance of social media, it's much more this like clout uh-huh. like trying to make it as a known cosplayer. You know, there's a lot less shitty oh, yeah. cosplays. Um which is in a way cool but like it, there's you, you you get the sense that like less people are doing cosplay for fun or for love of a character uh-huh. and it's more just like this is what i do for internet likes yeah. basically yeah. right <laughs> I, internet currency but I, I really agree with you on that because i feel like this is actually something that just popped in my head from talking to you about this just right now there was like a tumblr blog called like fuck no shitty cosplay or whatever oh, yeah. that reblogged a picture of oh, you wearing like a jokey outfit and like a Sakura from Naruto wig and something else and they were like look at this like idiot cosplaying and it's like this is someone having fun like you were literally in on this joke having fun but it's like there came a moment when like yeah we might have all like inwardly cringed at that kind of stuff when we were doing that but now like with this instant social media like I know I wouldn't feel comfortable cosplaying anything casually because especially like as a plus size person Mm -hmm. and like i know that if my cosplay weren't 100 percent perfect or amazing i would get like torn apart and i i hate to be so blunt but i i think you're absolutely right and it's yeah and it's sick and even even if people would try to go about it in these like nice ways whether it's it's directly or just the the yeah you know it's going to be a million less people asking you for pictures or just like you know it it comes out in these really shitty ways when you know i remember 11 12 years ago there'd be some people who the people who were better were usually the ones that like just put in the time to make it and like because of the passion which which then you could respect but you'd see two people cosplaying the same character and if it wasn't literally naruto it was slightly more obscure, they'd get so excited and it'd be a really easy way to make friends. Also, it's it's with this, like, instantness, like you were saying, which I think is a really interesting way to put it, where, like, before, like, I'm not saying I miss the days where you had to go home, upload your stupid little SD card or whatever to your computer and pull the images off, but, like, you had like more of a limited time to take pictures of stuff so there wasn't really this urge to take pictures of stuff that you wanted to make fun of it was more take pictures of stuff that you wanted to enjoy you wanted to share with other people but like now since we can take pictures instantly and share them it's like oh i want to make fun of somebody i'm gonna take a picture upload it the internet deride them on twitter for lots of likes and retweets like that's what it is and and like i feel like probably and that again like this is not necessarily something inherently wrong with anime cons it's like with not only my own hang-ups. Yeah, that's 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 outside there. So, um, you mentioned you had kind of a strange experience in an anime con recently. So, I was saying there's kind of different types. So, I went to the smallest anime con. I And I've been going to anime con since 2005. Uh, several a year. Even when I was living in Japan, I would fly back for one or two of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, I'm going to die at an anime con, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I got nothing else. But, um, I went to a small-ass con called Cycle Con. Not Psycho, as in S-Y... P-S-Y-C-H-O. I guess that's how you spell cycle. Yeah. The Japanese word cycle, which is kind of, like, amazing a little bit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I met some people in my local DSA chapter who are also weebs, and they invited me to go to this convention with them. They said they had some friends who were selling in the dealer's room, and I said, it's a chance to get some people who, who live near me, make some new friends, blah, 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 and we were only going for a day. Mm-hmm. This con is um, near Allenstown, Pennsylvania, which is not, I don't even know if it's a city, probably a small town. The con was basically... In a roadside, one step above a motel kind of hotel, right? Not a convention <laughs> hotel, not even like a bigger hotel that might have rooms. Like a two-story roadside, like two-star hotel. Not that I need like high-quality accommodations, but <laughs> this was like a motel con, which I had never seen. I've been to plenty of hotel conventions, but like... yeah. There must have only been like 500 people in the whole convention. Wow. And I think my group was arguably, we might have been the oldest people there that were not either <laughs> staff or in the dealer's room. Uh, and, and that was one thing that was actually it was both weird and I felt like, oh, this is not the con for us. But it, heartening in a way that like everyone was like teens or maybe young college students. But it was like mostly teens, even some junior high school students with their dads and moms. And like... <laughs> Even in the dealer's room, the whole thing felt like this time work back to 2006, 2007. Like, a lot of just, like, teens first cosplay. A lot of parents. A lot of, like, um, like the memes that all, like, the dealer's room tables had to help sell were, like, eight- or nine-year-old memes. Like, whether it's, like, arrow to the <laughs> knee or buy all the things or shut up and take my money, little images. Oh, Lots of bootleg stuff in the uh, dealer's room, which you cannot do any. Like, always. the bigger cons, like, won't allow it anymore. Oh, that's cool. Like, no one was selling manga. Um, a lot of, like, just, like, fan art that looked straight out of the art era. And not just looked like, <laughs> like, just, like, Light and L stuff or, like, like, the series that I saw on the fan art was, like, stuff that would have been from ten years ago. Uh-huh. I saw a bunch of teenagers sitting on the ground and playing the Pocky game, which is when two people eat a piece of Pocky, one on each side, and oh try not to kiss each other. The cringe. I'm dying. <laughs> and, like, they were earnestly playing this game. But the whole con was just like this. And it was smaller than, you know, probably the smallest con I had been to previously. Not counting the one year my college tried to do a college con, which are a whole nother beast. <laughs> so that was only like a hundred people, but I, I can't even count that in my heart of hearts. Smallest cons I had ever been to was maybe around a thousand people, but this was like five or six hundred. Apparently it used to be bigger or something. And just like, if I wasn't there, I don't want to say I was there ironically. I was hoping that there'd be some stuff for me, which there wasn't outside of like enjoying the spectacle of this like ramshackle two-bit con that somehow drew an audience out of a time machine. (laughs) But, like, for those kids, I don't know if it was literally all their first cons. They were all excited to be there. Uh, They were not all just, like, drunk. They were, like, proud to wear cosplays that objectively do not look that great. Yeah. You know, in a way. And, like, owned it in a way that you don't really see people above the age of 16 do anymore. Well, that's nice. 
maybe this earnestness still does exist in small pockets, you know, <laughs> but especially in the bigger areas and, you know, a con like AWA now that it's existed for such a long time. Now that anime is the super established thing, it is different. It's definitely different. And I mean, things have grown so much more. Like, I haven't been to Anime Week in Atlanta in a long time, but there's a Middle Tennessee anime con called MTAC, like M-T-A-C. And I remember when it was not in like a, a motel like that one was, but in a very small hotel with maybe like one or two like conference rooms and then like a very small artist ga- gallery and now it's morphed into a huge thing and it's in like one of the biggest like hotels areas or it was in nashville i think i had to move to a different one but like it's it is kind of interesting to see how like i don't think people like to hear this when they like feel persecuted for some reason being into anime but it's definitely a lot easier i think to be into anime than it was before so. absolutely it's kind of nice to know that it's still there. And like I said, I feel like some of the skepticism I have towards it is because I am older. And you can't really, like, fight that just ingrained, I think, I hesitate to say shame, but perhaps just, like, I feel like we quieten our passions as we get older because we want to fit in. Even if we think we don't want to fit in, we, we try to. And uh, I think that's something that kind of affects it. Yeah, there's there's a level of being acceptably yeah. weird. Yeah. As I've branded myself as the person who, you know, still watches a bunch of anime, but even I've, even, even in my worst of days, always tried not to be, tried to act in a certain way yeah. that, uh, or be a certain kind of weeb or yeah. a general nerd, you know, how to enjoy that kind of stuff without it yeah. entirely coming out my personality. I don't know if that's for the better or for the worse. I don't know if that <laughs> at the end of the day, like that is me doing the same thing of like wanting to do my thing, but at the end of the day, still not want to be a complete scene yeah. is completely, you know. So do you recommend like going to anime conventions now for people who are into anime? Yeah. I mean, if you're into anime, I think in my heyday, I was going to six a year and I don't think you need to do that. <laughs> But one or two a year, one smaller one, one bigger one. Honestly, as socialization is is the bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Unless if you really are like a capital A anime person who loves just like talking about anime. If you love talking about anime and like the idea of like pe- watching people do presentations on anime, go. If you're that kind of nerd, go. If you're not, but you still enjoy anime... If you have a good group of people, mm-hmm. then I think they're still worth going. You can yeah. you can have some really good times, even if it's not for the reasons we used to, you know, 10 years ago. Chris, it's been awesome talking to you. Yeah, always happy to chat about this sort of thing. It's very... uh, I know that you've had some podcast, like, projects, so if you want to let people know where they can hear you talk more sure. about this kind of stuff. I have a dead anime lifestyle podcast um, where most of it's on YouTube. And some of it's still on our set on cloud called Mainichi Maid Cafe. Uh, it's dead. There probably will never be any more. But I, for my money, it's the best anime podcast on the internet, which is a, a big, <laughs> which is a big sell. Um, but I think it's the most <laughs> engaging and accurately representative of like anime culture. Yeah. And now I do a very irregularly updated music podcast called I'd Rather Be Listening to Smooth, which is just on sound. Holy shit! Are you? S- Wait, so you're saying that your podcast is called I'd Rather Be Listening to Smooth, as in Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of the band Matchbox 20. That's correct. So the whole bit is talking about whether it's an album or a song or an artist or even a genre. And, you know, we'll do like this earnest discussion on it. But the last minute is 
the person has to choose. Would they rather listen to whatever the heck we just spent an hour, you know, emotionally talking about our favorite album, or would they rather listen to Smooth? Chris, do you know how many times we reference Smooth on this goddamn podcast? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) And I agree with entirely the the entire concept of that podcast because everything I listen to, I'm just like, I want to be listening to Smooth right now. So I will include links to those podcasts for sure. And you can also just follow me on Twitter at your friend Simmy. It's half anime, half me yelling at liberals and conservatives because I'm an uh, anime communist now. Yeah, and I highly yeah. recommend my dear friend Chris. I think one day it would be fun to just have. Uh, you and perhaps others, we can rope in from camp to just <laughs> gab about camp sometime. Camp that was, would be... such, was such a thing, and I there's there's so much to say. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we always should. It definitely encapsulates a lot of that, like, random core weave. I have, Chris, I have videos I found from Mori no Ike oh that are just us yelling random, like, memes gotta, and stuff. I, you, you really gotta upload those, at okay. least privately. I'd really like to see them. <laughs> I, if I can find you with you in it, for sure. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And if you guys want to find us, you know where. It's pretty much anywhere you can find us is at Hate Podcast on Facebook. I guess you're going to hate or on our website, hatepodcast.com. And right now, if you leave a review of the podcast and then you send a screenshot of your review along with your address, I will send you, oh, to guess what you're going to hate at gmail.com. I will send you a sticker. So if you want a sticker, do it because they're cute. If you leave a review for this podcast, uh, you can talk to me about your favorite Naruto character for 45 <laughs> minutes straight. I will judge you. Minutes? I'll be very supportive. So please leave a review. <laughs> Give big ups to, to Janine. She's the best. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Thank this bad you. Boy.